0: Welcome to the Focal Tangent Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Amlani, and in my years of business and entrepreneurship, I've learned a thing or two. I'm a brand strategist and photographer. I love a great brand and capturing businesses in action. However, what has always stuck with me is the uniqueness in every story and brand. This is a show all about connecting the power of storytelling mindset and brand strategy to bring to light the abundance of possibilities for creating the business of your dreams. Join me each week as I bring you impactful conversations With thought leaders in all areas of business, branding, and personal growth, and be inspired by their unique stories of experience and grit that led to success they never thought possible. So let's dive into this week's conversation. Sleep. When I get enough sleep, I am energized, my day is productive, I show up better, and my mind is clear, and I make decisions with ease. On the other hand, when I don't get enough sleep, my day feels sluggish, almost like I'm hungover, and I don't feel my best self, which can have an impact on my business. Sleep hygiene is something I put high importance on for self-care, and it also has a positive impact on my business. And there's so much to know about sleep, and I'm far from being the expert. So on that note, I am excited to welcome to the show today, sleep consultant, Lily Horbacek. Today, we're going to dive into helping business owners manage sleep for themselves and their kids. Welcome, Lily.
1: Thank you. Thank you for so much for having me on. I'm so excited to talk sleep. Just so everyone
0: knows, I'm going to introduce Lily. She's a pediatric sleep consultant. She's also a potty training consultant and... Oh crap, potty training specialist. I love that name. She is the mama behind Lil Baby Sleep with two little ones herself. She provides customized support to help parents conquer development milestones with ease. And I just want to share, I met Lily because we're in the same women entrepreneur group. So we've crossed paths many times and I've had the chance to capture some photos for Lily's brand. And every time I do, I just... Get so into all her, her crap, I guess, as it relates to body training and, and sleep topics. So I couldn't resist, but bring her on to the show because sleep honestly is so important for self and for the productivity of your business.
1: Yes, I agree. And I think it makes it or breaks it for us business owners to be rested. And I'm a big fan of sleep, as you know. And I feel like it can really make or break your day. So definitely is uh, one of my favorite subjects. (laughs) So
0: Lily, tell us about your story and how you became an entrepreneur. So,
1: I actually have a background in PR, uh, sales, and marketing. And in my past life, I've worked in a not for profits. And I really came into entrepreneurship through experience. I had my first baby, and I really thought I knew what I was going to do when I was pregnant, as most of us do. And then we had the baby, and we had a bit of a traumatic start to life. He was. Born really healthy. Within two days, we were back in the hospital and he had failure to thrive because he wasn't matching properly. So my whole world nearly broke at two days old when we went back to the hospital. And from then, I found everything about motherhood, so overwhelming. I was not sleeping. I had post-traumatic stress from our experience. I wasn't breastfeeding. I had mastitis. So all of these really big experiences that we have as parents, they all came to a culmination uh, when my son was born. And so I ended up really feeling a lot of guilt and ended up being severely sleep deprived to the point where I developed postpartum anxiety. And I had a really rough time with it. And I thought, I should be able to handle this on my own. I should be able to pick up the pieces and know what to do when it came to sleep. I ended up having to rock my baby to sleep at every wake up, which was every hour overnight. And I was just feeling hopeless and exhausted and not like myself. I was frustrated with my crying baby, short with my husband, and just really not feeling like I was enjoying this this whole journey. And for months and months, I went on like that. But at around six months, I just couldn't do it anymore. And I reached out for help and found support, learned about sleep. And I really, Natalie, I can't tell you how it changed my life. It changed my life. And Within a week or two, I was sleeping eight hours, 10 hours, 12. My baby was sleeping 12 hours. I was a new person. I know a lot of your listeners are probably, you know, when you get such great sleep that you just like wake up and feel like a new person. And that's what I felt like. And so that's how I got into sleep. Actually, I started studying. I joined a program to become a sleep consultant. And I worked at that for about a year. And I changed my entire life. And I just wanted to help other moms. Because, you know, once my sleep was resolved, I wanted to get out with my baby. We got out into, like, I had a mom's group. And I just wanted to help them because I could see that they were struggling too. And that they felt guilty for reaching out for support. And I wanted to be there and that support person. So that's really what led me to start my business in sleep. And then as I went on, potty training became something that parents were really struggling with. And I felt that I could really help with that. So I got my certifications as a potty training consultant as well. So That's really my journey. It kind of came out of nowhere, but I feel like it was meant to be. I feel like coaching for me is something that brings me joy because I'm able to help other parents and if I could help them get some rest and conquer those milestones with ease so that they can enjoy their little family, I think that that's just the best thing ever. So that's kind of what brought me to this point and to what I do right now.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing your story. And with so much honesty, because asking for help isn't easy. And I love how it led to the breakthrough of your business and where you are today. It's so unexpected. And I just want to share with us. So I have two kids. And with our first, I was in the same boat as you rocking our baby to sleep all the time. And I felt like I was in that dark room forever. And we just felt like he needed that. And we literally didn't ask for help until he was like three years old. So we all started to like sleep with him and everything. But that was like three years of us losing sleep, trying to figure things out. He wasn't sleeping well either because we weren't sleeping independently anymore. It was actually my husband who was sleeping with him. (laughs) So I also didn't, like, I lost my sleep partner, you know what I mean? Like, it was shambles. And then finally, when we asked for help, that's when we learned that there is solutions to sleep. It's actually possible to sleep train at any age. (laughs) So I value what you do so much. And it's actually true story. It is possible to fix sleep. I, I truly was like it'll fix itself or he'll grow out of it, but there's like a total science to it.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. And sometimes as new parents, we feel overwhelmed. There's a lot coming at us, right? And so reaching out for support is so important. But even like, even as a parent of a toddler, I still reach out for support if I need it, right? So it's so important to kind of know about sleep because like you said, there's so much to know.
0: Okay, so I want to dive into What are some tips for helping business owners manage sleep for themselves and their kids? So as entrepreneurs, we work our own hours, which can be, you know, it's not a standard nine to five all the time. It can be, for example, after the kids go to sleep or just whatever works in your schedule. And I know for myself, I've been guilty of staying up late to finish stuff or just getting carried away. And then my sleep patterns aren't consistent. But in any case, as business owners, because we have to make so many decisions every day, we carry a different weight on our shoulders. And every day is a little bit different. But I feel that sleep can help so much with productivity. What are some tips that you have for managing sleep?
1: I love this subject because I fall into it too as a business owner and I really value sleep. I think I need to get some good rest and I think it's about knowing when we're most productive. For me, it's in the morning and so I like to get up early and use that time to really focused and gets a work done when I'm most productive. But some of the key things to help you sleep better is to have those really good routines set up. A morning routine, a bedtime routine. I know sometimes we say a bedtime routine and we think, our kids, but really for us. It's still so important to have a bedtime routine. So just taking time to wind down at the end of the day and turn it all off. You know, those blue lights are not great for our brain either. And they help to delay sleep onset by hours. So you really want to start turning off your blue lights and relaxing at the end of the day. And so in terms of like having a bedtime routine, it is really dependent on you and what really you're into. But for me as an example, I like to turn off all of the electronics, put my phone in a different room to charge. And then I like to like just journal at the end of the day because as a business owner, I have tons of things in my head. And I'm sure all of your listeners do as well. And jotting those down gets them on paper and out of kind of the your headspace where that's going to make it harder for you to sleep. And then also, I do a little meditation and gratitude and all of the things that help me build myself up, fill my cup and help me relax before bed. So I think that's really important. And also having consistent bedtime and wake-up time. It doesn't have to be really early, but as long as it's consistent, it helps to really set our sleep cycles. And waking up at the same time each day is actually the biggest tip that I would ever give anybody for sleep is to wake up at that same time each day, set your sleep cycles, and you'll find that naturally you'll start waking up at that time and you'll start to sleep better. So, that is also going to be helpful in terms of maximizing your energy and making sure that you're getting all of the rest. But seven to nine hours is what is recommended. And I promise you, you'll find your ideal sleep time. But I assure you that if you get that, you're going to feel like a million bucks. And one of the things that I always say is if you need coffee to actually get you through your day, you are sleep deprived, you need to get more sleep. I love coffee. I still have a coffee in the morning, but I do it because I just like the taste and I like to have coffee. So I don't need it to survive. And that's the difference. Is there
0: such a thing as catching up on sleep? So let's say that you're preparing for a launch for your business or you have a deadline and you happen to pull that kind of all-nighter, you know, like you're sleeping much later than you need to. And you're working off of this adrenaline to get things done. How should someone plan to recover from that?
1: This is such a great question, because I find that we all are like, I'll just make it up on the weekend, right? And the truth behind sleep, and I was really shocked when I learned this, is that there is no making up sleep. So once it's lost, it's lost. But this is not, don't worry about it. All you have to do is get back to your regular routine as soon as you can, right? So I have big launches where, you know, you stay up late. I still get up in the morning and I continue and I might go to bed early the next day. So that's okay. The other thing is I find that the next day I want to nap all day. But sometimes taking such a long nap is not great for your night sleep because your sleep drive goes down. So you want to take a 30 minute nap at the most. If you do need one, take one. 20 to 30 minutes is ideal anything over that it's better to wait for nighttime and to just go to bed early
0: oh that's so good to know that is key because sometimes I just fall asleep and I'm just like okay whatever happens happens and I'll just go to sleep
1: yeah and you feel so drowsy
0: yeah oh that's right is a short nap such as 20 to 30 minutes called a power nap
1: Yeah. And I love them. I know like on days that I know that I'm going to be up a little bit later than usual. I will have like a 20 minute power nap and set my timer, but I don't try not to go over that. But yeah, definitely our bodies need to rest. So it's not a bad thing to take a nap. It's just that when you take such a long nap during the day could put you off sleep at night and then you're in a bit of a cycle, right?
0: There was one time where I didn't get good sleep one night and then the following day I had a lot of client facing meetings and in my mind I was like oh my god what am I going to (laughs) do like what if it's noticeable I don't want it to be obvious you know I don't want to reschedule and I actually set my timer I think I set it for like 15 minutes 10 minutes and I squeezed in a nap. And it actually worked. You're right. Like I actually felt more recharged and more alert. I was worried that it wouldn't be enough, but it does truly work.
1: Even like 10 minutes is good and you'll feel the difference right after that nap because you're just you're you're releasing some of that sleep pressure that's getting built up. It's a great idea. And
0: how does one know how much sleep they need? You know, like some people may say, Oh, I don't need seven to nine. I only need, I don't know, four or five. How does someone know? how long they should sleep for at night?
1: So most people need a seven to nine. And it's really just about when your body will naturally wake up. So for example, I like to give eight hours of sleep as a stretch. And then your body will naturally wake up at that time whenever it's done needing that sleep. But we have to give it the opportunity. And we also have to go to bed at the same time and get it used to it. So I always say like, alarm clocks are great, but they're not really that necessary. So sometimes I set it and then I get my body used to getting up at that time. So for example, I get up at five. And if I ever have days where I just need that alarm clock, I'll have it there. But naturally now my body just gets up at that time. So I know that I've had enough sleep. And like I said, if you need that coffee to get through the day, you probably need a little bit more sleep.
0: I'm starting to wake up naturally around six. But then it's like, if you start to wake up, should you prompt yourself and get out of bed right away? Or like, is there an impact if you're just kind of lying around thinking?
1: I think you should get out of bed right away. And this is something I struggle with too, because we will procrastinate ourselves for a long periods of time. And the best thing to do, and I do this, is I put my phone in the bathroom, which is next door. And I have the alarm go off. So I have to literally jump out of my (laughs) bed to run to that so that it doesn't wake up my husband. So it's always better because I find that sometimes we will be like, oh, I'll just snooze for five more minutes and five more minutes becomes 10. And so sometimes it's better just to get up and do things that are hard. And sometimes getting up is hard, but you'll feel so much better as well.
0: So the time change happens twice a year, and there is one that's coming up in November. And even though it's an hour, I feel that we always feel it in the house. The kids feel it. I feel it. And it's, it's weird. It's almost like this hangover feeling in a way. So how can we kind of face these time changes with ease and still be on top of our game and our productivity?
1: I face that every fall and my biggest recommendation for that is to plan. I love to plan and I'm sure as business owners, we love to plan things though. but really just starting to get into really good routines before the fall and starting to move your bedtime earlier ahead of time. So you want to do it gradually rather than jump into it. Obviously you can totally jump into it, but Sometimes it's easier to start moving bedtime up by 10, 15 minutes or waking up a little bit earlier in the morning by 10, 15 minutes gradually rather than just jumping into it because we do lose an hour. So doing that little by little is going to be less impactful and feel like lots of a hangover than doing it from one day to another because an hour does make a huge difference right and so for our kids and for us just a few weeks ahead of time or even a week ahead of time start moving those times gradually and so when you get there you're like piece of cake.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's so helpful. Thank you so much. You've shared so many amazing tips. Do you have any lessons learned that you want to share or final
1: thoughts that may be helpful for
0: our listeners?
1: Just that I know that we're all worried. And there's so much in our our minds right now with COVID and so much stress that happens during the day. And that really does affect sleep. So the best thing to do is make time for yourself. As a business owner, I know I struggle with this sometimes. And even for our kids is make time for one-on-one time with them and make time for yourself before bed, even if it's just five to 10 minutes to wind down, to read a book, to dim the lights, to really get quiet before bed and really get the thoughts out is going to be easier for sleep. So I always say, make sure you're active and outside during the day. But then when it's nighttime, start to wind your body down because our bodies always wind down through cues and we can cue our body to wind down and relax. And that in end is going to help you sleep better. That is so
0: helpful, especially when you put into context with cues, the simple act of dimming the lights. Like I never even thought about that. It's so simple and it's something that we'll do with the kids sometimes, but it doesn't feel so automatic anymore. And where can our listeners find you? And Do you have any promos coming up?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram mostly at Lil Baby Sleep, and I work with parents to help their little ones sleep as well. So I have an online program called Your Dream Plan, which is actually opening up for the fall. So if you are looking for sleep in the fall, please reach out to me via DM on Instagram, and I can send you all of that information.
0: Amazing, and I just want to let our listeners know that for Lily's Instagram. It is so amazing. You have the most amazing reels, (laughs) like Instagram reels and videos. And there's just so much to learn just by looking at her Instagram. It's super engaging.
1: Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that so much. All the dancing is paying off, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your story and your tips and the unique perspectives that shift and being on the show today.
1: Thank you for having me. Thanks so much, Natalie.
0: Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Focal Tangent Podcast. If you love this episode, be sure to rate and review the podcast and hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss the next episode. Until next time, I am your host, Natalie Amlani.